Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifests more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello, ladies, and welcome to this week's podcast episode, which I am recording, as I'm recording this, it's pretty early in the morning um, and the sun is just rising up over the horizon and I'm looking out from my bedroom sort of window terrace area and I can just see the sun creeping out over the sea. And I just spent a few minutes before I started recording this episode to just pay a little bit of gratitude for everything that I've manifested to get me to this place that I am today and to be in this home. Manifesting, especially when we're thinking about the bigger manifestations in life. So maybe it's a home, maybe it's, you know, a certain income milestone. From my experience, they're really, you know, overnight things. They're not things that we just decide that we want and the next day we wake up in the morning and it's there. Manifestation for me is not just about the stuff that we have and the stuff that we manifest, it's about the journey to manifesting those things. And wow, (laughs) what a journey this has been for me over the past six years, pretty much, from me getting intentional about manifesting this specific house and actually this reality now playing out for me. Um, You know, there's been highs, there's been lows, and I wouldn't change any of it. And what I would really like to do for this episode, because so many of you have been reaching out and asking me, since I've started to share that that the house has finally happened. Um, What has been my process for manifesting the bigger things, such as a house? And I wanted to go through that process because it's pretty much the same, if I'm being honest, for anything that we manifest. For me, whether it's something really big or something really small, the process really, the the kind of core foundation of the process doesn't really change. There's maybe little subtle shifts, but I thought I would run through for me what I believe has really worked in helping me get to this place where I'm, you know, sat recording this from what is my dream home. Now, as with anything, this really all started for me getting clear on what I truly, truly wanted. And with full disclosure, when I first started to think about I'd really like to have a house abroad. At the time, I completely didn't have any belief that it was possible. It definitely felt like a pipe dream. It felt really fun and exciting to think about me living and buying a a home overseas and a home where I could see the sea and somewhere warm, but it definitely did not feel possible. So we're rewinding back now a number of years, back to when i just kind of got into this work and I hadn't really even started a business. I wasn't making any money and through coaching, you know, I hadn't kind of got that thing, that that side of things off the ground. This is very much me kind of exploring the world of personal development and law of attraction. And 
at the time, my finances were, I, I didn't own any property. I was even struggling to pay rent. Um, you know, I was living in a flat where I was sharing it with lots of different people. I couldn't even afford to rent the flat for myself and my boyfriend. We had to share it. We had to sublet the rooms. We lived in the living room and we struggled to just really make ends meet, if I'm being completely honest. We were living in London. London's a pretty, um, you know, at the time it felt like a pretty expensive city and place to be in. So yeah, the thought of me then manifesting, you know, having this home, buying a home, it just felt so far removed from where I was at that point. But the thing is, this does not matter. Okay. It doesn't matter right now if the desire you want to connect with feels really out of your reach. It feels completely unbelievable. It just feels like, oh, I'd love to have that one day. And it feels very much like a hope or a wish or a dream or a fantasy, but it just does not feel like it's actually possible for you. Right now, that does not matter. What matters is, does your desire feel good? Now, for me, thinking about my dream home, it did feel good. It did feel exciting, even though I didn't believe it. But it's important to ask yourself this question because we want to make sure that whatever we're dreaming about actually does something energetically to our vibration. It raises our vibration rather than lower it. And what I've had people tell me before is that they have a certain desire for something, but when they think about that, because there's so much fear around that desire or disbelief, it actually feels quite negative to think about that desire. So a good example of this is a um, student of ours that I was coaching recently, and she is in the process of training to become a coach. And one of the things that we encourage our students to do is think about themselves as that successful coach, you know, coaching others, running the successful coaching business. And she was saying the issue with that was that as soon as she starts to think about her coaching others and getting paid for it and showing up online, she feels so much she's filled with so much anxiety and dread and worry and disbelief that actually thinking about those things doesn't actually feel good. So what I encouraged her to do was to think about some of the other milestones that she would meet along the way to becoming that successful coach. Okay, so often when we think about manifesting a certain outcome, we think about we've got to really focus on that specific outcome and nothing else, forgetting that the journey to get from where we are to where we want to be often involves various different milestones along the way. And so what we can do if the end goal is actually not making us necessarily feel that great right now, we can start to think, okay, well, what is the next step in my journey? You know, what are some of these different milestones? And can I connect with those instead? And will that actually make me feel good by connecting with those things? Sometimes when we think about something that we really, really want, we actually self-sabotage because we want it so much Yet because we don't believe that we can have it, when we think about that thing, we actually think about it in the energy of lack, in the energy of I can't have that, that's not possible for me. And so again, like these are negative emotions. So we're thinking about our desires, which should be an exciting thing. Yet because we're filled with so much fear and dread and um, you know, worry about whether it's possible, it actually makes us feel negative in the process. So if that's the case, just take a step back and think about, well, what is going to be my journey? 
journey to getting there? What do I see as some of my milestones along the way? And can I connect with one of those milestones? And how does that make me feel? So coming back to the example of my student, for her, it was thinking about some of those milestones that she would make before she became that successful coach working with paying clients. So we would think about her creating content, you know, having fun, writing blog posts, creating content for social media. Thinking about those things made her feel good. We started to think about her working with practice clients, actually partnering up with some of our students and practicing in her her coaching. You know, so taking that pressure off her a little bit and thinking about, you know, how she could have fun with learning how to coach. Now, when it comes to this big manifestation, such as a house, you know, typically because they're things that are going to manifest over an extended period of time. It's not something that you're going to decide you want and you wake up tomorrow and it's yours. There are other milestones that you will pass through before you perhaps get to that bigger manifestation. So for me, for example, manifesting this house that I'm in today, it's not being the first house that I've manifested. So let's rewind back to me being in, you know, my flat. The first thing that I manifested actually was a new flat, um, a flat where I didn't have to share it with loads of other flatmates. The process after that was actually me manifesting my first home in the UK. Now, whilst I was manifesting these things, it wasn't that I ever lost sight of my dream to one day own a home overseas, but it was just that at that moment in time, I was focusing more of my attention on the things that were going to happen for me sooner. So for example, when I was first looking to manifest that new flat, All of my focus was on this new flat that I wanted to find. You know, I got very clear and specific on what it looked like and what it felt like. Every day I was waking up and I was imagining myself walking through that flat and living in that flat and working from that flat. The same applied to when I bought my house in the UK. Most of my energy and focus will always go to the next phase in my manifestation journey, okay? And again, it isn't about losing sight of the bigger picture. Still connect with that vision, still connect with, you know, the ultimate dream home. But most of your energy on a day-to-day basis will be working, will be focused on the next step. Okay, so in the run up to me purchasing this home, I'd probably say it was a whole year in the and the run up to me actually completing on this house was very much for me focused upon manifesting this house. Okay, so that's kind of to give you an idea of the length of time where my I spent where my energy was solely focused predominantly focused on this house. Like this was one of my sort of main goals. It was pretty much a year of daily visualization, daily journaling, you know, daily thinking about this house. Prior to this, I still thought about the house, you know, it was still on my vision board, on my manifestation wish list, but it was something that I perhaps thought about weekly, maybe even monthly. I didn't give it as much of my focus and energy because there were other things that I was really working on manifesting um, at that time. So it's as you get closer to manifesting a specific dream, that's when you really want to double down on your vision and really start thinking about it more frequently, you know, and on a daily basis and really connecting with the vision of what your dream looks like. And when I say the vision, I mean the physical vision, like thinking about what does your home look like? 
this is where you really want to get into the details. So for me, I have my vision board, you know, my ultimate vision board of things, big things that I'm looking to manifest into my life. But I like to create sub vision boards as well. I find the easiest way actually to create my vision boards is to do it all on Pinterest. I used to do physical boards. Um, and then I was traveling quite a lot. And I found that, you know, it's a bit of a pain bringing physical vision boards with me. I just like to have everything to hand on my phone so I can look at my vision boards whenever I like. You know, if I've got a spare moment and I'm waiting for something and, you know, I've got nothing to do, I like to just get my vision boards up on my phone and I can start kind of pinning things to them or just looking at the pictures. So I actually created a whole separate vision board just for my home. So I kind of could see exactly what it looked like. I could start decorating it. I essentially started to plan out this home as if it was already mine. And that's kind of really the energy you want to be in, as if this is already a done deal for you. Expect and, you know, know that this is already yours. It's not a hope or a wish anymore. This is a done deal. This is already yours. The fact that you desire it means that it is meant for you and it is already yours. Okay, so if you are thinking about a, um, let's say it is a dream home that you're looking to purchase, create a separate vision board for that. Start, you know, interior designing it. Start planning out your kitchen, your bathrooms. This should be fun, okay? You know, it should make you feel good. So connecting with my vision for me was vision boards. I would always use journaling as well. So I love to just write out um my perfect day from start to finish. Like I find that's a really good way for me to connect with my future. And so for me, manifesting my dream home, I was thinking about my perfect day, waking up in this dream home. So if I was to have this dream day in this dream home, what would that look like? So for me, it would be having all of my friends or family over to visit. Um, you know, we'd wake up, we'd have like a beautiful breakfast on the terrace, the sun would be shining. Um, you know, we'd perhaps lie by the pool for a little bit. We maybe then go out and explore for a few hours. We'd come back and we'd perhaps have, you know, maybe lunch at the beach and then we'd come back home and we'd have, you know, this beautiful dinner again at my dream home. There'd be a really amazing space for my children to play. So, you know, I'd wrote about living in this dream home many, many times before I physically manifested it. So vision boards, um, journaling, using that to really kind of create my vision. And then also just daydreaming. Any spare time that I got throughout my day where it was just dead space, I would spend a moment or two just thinking about, okay, well, what if I was in my dream home right now? What would that look like? So a good example of this would be when I was in my shower well, what would this look like if I was showering right now in my dream home? Or, you know, if I was in my bathtub and my bathtub in my dream home was looking out to the sea. If I was sat in my bath right now looking out to the sea, like, what would that look like? What would that feel like? What, what could I see in the space around me? So I was giving as much energy and focus as I could to seeing myself already in this dream home, seeing all of the detail of this dream home. Okay, so that's important. It's not just about vision boards. Think about how you can connect with your vision in lots of different ways. Now, something that I get asked a lot is, well, what if I'm struggling to see, you know, let's say, for example, my dream home. What if I kind of know I want to live somewhere else and I'd really love a beautiful home, but I'm really struggling to decide what I want. And, you know, I know that the universe needs specificity, but what if I'm still unsure on what that dream home actually looks like? And this is where 
you just want to have fun with it and get creative and just kind of look around you. So for me, Pinterest was a really good inspiration. I also love looking or watching rather um, those like house shows on Netflix um, and Amazon. So I love Million Dollar Listing. <laughs> it's a program where um, it's about estate agents and they go looking around these amazing houses over in LA. I love watching that show because it gives me ideas for what I perhaps want in my own dream home. Because let's be honest, maybe right now you've not been exposed to the dream life. I certainly hadn't when I started this process. And so when I thought about the dream home, you know, it was hard for me because I was like, well, kind of, I I didn't really have much idea of what that looked like. I hadn't been in many huge, amazing mansions or amazing homes. And so kind of immersing myself in, you know, these shows like, you know, a million dollar listing or, you know, selling sunset or having a look on Pinterest and Instagram and getting inspiration from there and just kind of thinking, well, oh yeah, I like the look of that. I'm going to put that on my vision board. Oh, that style looks good to me. I'm going to have a, put that on my vision board. Okay. And so we're basically just seeing things around us that we like. Maybe it's in magazines, you know, on TV, wherever. And if you like it, that can go on your vision board. Okay, and you start getting clearer then on what you want by basically collecting all of these different ideas and dreams together, you will start to get a better understanding of what you want. And what you think you want at the beginning when you start this process may actually look very different. Um, The idea of what my dream home is has very much changed. Obviously, your tastes change, your style perhaps changes. Um, But again, like, and that's your prerogative, you know, your desires don't have to be set in stone. Um, So allow your desires and your dreams to evolve as you evolve as well. So that's the fun part of manifesting, or at least for me, this is, you know, for me, it's the funnest part is thinking and dreaming and creating that vision. The next part is the part that becomes a little bit more challenging because this is where we have to start peeling back the layers and identifying what do I really believe about myself, about the world around me that is out of line with me having this dream home. So if you don't have something in your life right now, Often we think, oh, it's because I've not done certain things to have that. But really, we don't have certain things in our life is because we don't believe that it is possible for us. Our beliefs right now are out of line with that with that dream. Okay. So when I started this whole process, when I looked at my beliefs, specifically my beliefs around owning an amazing home you know, my beliefs were very much, it was all about money, really, like what it would take to have money, what was possible for me financially. At the time, I, when I started this whole process, and I first started to connect with this idea of owning a home abroad, I financially, I was a mess. Okay, so I had lots and lots of credit card debts. And I thought, well, there's no way (laughs) I'm ever going to be able to get on the property ladder. I can't even pay off my credit card debt, let alone save up money to be able to afford to buy a house. Um, My credit rating wasn't great, um, which obviously affects your ability to get things like a mortgage. So it just felt like so far removed from where I was. So even though I could see this house and I could dream about it and fantasize about it, I certainly did not believe it was possible for me. 
But again, this doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if your dreams right now seem unbelievable. They're meant to. If you believed in them fully right now, you'd probably already have that thing. Okay? So don't beat yourself up about the fact that you don't believe in your dreams or you don't believe it's possible for you right now. That's completely normal. Remember that beliefs aren't set in stone. A belief is just an idea that you've often adopted from somebody that's raised you or something you've experienced at a young age. It's just an idea. Do not hold your beliefs up as truths. Beliefs, just as we adopt beliefs, we can let beliefs go. Okay, so don't worry if right now your belief is that I can't have this. So as I said, when it came to really identifying my beliefs around um, you know, manifesting this house. Actually, to begin with, it was really for me about um, becoming successful and making money. Remember I spoke about earlier about um, the work that we do to manifest those bigger things, such as the dream home. There's going to be milestones that we get, go through along the way. So for me, the next step in my journey, when I was just starting out, when I was you know, hadn't even started a business, the next step in my manifestation journey wasn't my dream home. The next step was actually starting my business and starting to actually create a different source of income for myself, starting to actually create more success in my life. And so for me, my beliefs to begin with weren't necessarily about do I believe I can have a dream home? Do I believe I can live in, you know, a multi-million pound home overseas? My beliefs were very much focused around, um, do I believe I can be successful? Do I believe I am worthy and deserving of manifesting more money? Do I believe that making money can be fun and it can be easy? Do I believe that I don't have to wait 20 years to be financially where I am? Do I believe that I can do this within the next five to 10 years? You know, these are the, the sort of questions questions I was asking when it came to my belief work. And as I started to get closer to sort of, you know, the process of manifesting my dream home, I started to then look at more of the beliefs that were tied in with, you know, purchasing a property. Do I believe that this could be an easy process? Do I believe that, um, you know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to actually be able to find my dream home? But to begin with, as I said, it was very much Um, the beliefs tied in with my next phase of my journey. Okay, so as I mentioned as well, you know, a lot of my beliefs that were holding me back initially from being able to manifest something such as a house were tied into my beliefs around money and my beliefs around my self-worth. I very much had this belief that making money had to be hard. I believed that it had to look a certain way. It had to look like being in an office. It couldn't be fun. It couldn't be enjoyable. But more importantly, it was the belief around how long I thought things needed to take. So when I first started to think about, you know, I'd love to manifest a home overseas, my initial thought was, oh, well, that's probably not going to happen until you're sort of retiring because that's a huge investment and that kind of money doesn't just fall into your life or come into your life in a short space of time. You have to work really, really hard for that and it will take years of climbing the career ladder. That was very much my belief system at the time. It was coming into the entrepreneur space and actually seeing how quickly things could change as a business owner and how quickly things could grow, you know, when you are in business versus when you are 
in a job where it's kind of slowly but steadily climbing that career ladder. Um, that really helped me transform, you know, my beliefs around what was possible for me financially and the timeframes it was going to take me to make things happen. I did a lot of work to really instill in myself the belief that this can be fun, this can be easy, this doesn't have to take years and years and years. You know, I can have what I want and I can have it within the next five years. You know, I don't have to wait until I'm retiring <laughs> before this dream can actually manifest. Um, now, also a lot of my um, belief work centered around, as I mentioned, my self-worth, like what I felt like I was worthy of, what I felt like I was deserving of. And again, like this kind of came back to money as well, because for me, I felt like in order for me to receive anything, money, the dream home, I had to have earned it. I had to prove myself through working hard. But of course, that created resistance because part of me was wanting to change my career because I didn't want to be stressed. I didn't want to be burned out. I wanted to work in a way that felt fun and light and joyful. And so for me, manifesting my dream home was very much tied in with this belief like, oh, well, in order to get there, you've got to really work hard and prove yourself, which part of me didn't want to do. And so there, I, there was this resistance between where I was and manifesting this dream home because a part of me believed I would have to work in a certain way and show up in a way that I didn't necessarily want to. So I had to start, um, for me, this was all about my self-worth because my worthiness for me was very much entrenched in how hard I was working. You know, my acceptance and the praise that I got from family and, you know, my parents and from teachers was very much attached to how hard I was working. That's where I derived my praise from when I was a little girl. And so for me, I had to start recognizing that I was worthy to receive all of my desires, success in my business, more finances, my dream home, without having to prove myself, without having to stress myself and burn out in order to get there. So a lot of my belief work was centered around that. But what was also really interesting, and this may be something to be aware of, especially when it comes to something like a dream home. Often when we create these sort of dreams or visions, it's very much far removed from what we have been, the environments in which we've been raised. Okay, so definitely for me, I grew up in a really, my parents actually still live in the home that I grew up in. It's just a really sort of small, normal family home, um, you know, nothing grand, nothing fancy at all. And that was the environment in which I was raised. I was raised in a really loving environment. I loved my childhood. Um, and, you know, I loved living in this home. <laughs> I have got a lot of really, really fond memories having been raised within this home. And so here's the thing. When I started to think about this bigger vision that I wanted for my life and this big, you know, this big dream home. And I started to think about, oh, you know, I'd love to be able to raise my children in this home where we've got this, you know, a pool and we're in the sunshine. There was a part of me that started to feel guilty because it was almost as if to say what my parents had given me wasn't enough. That's kind of how I started to feel. And so even though this dream for me was exciting, when I started to dig into this belief work, I started to realize that I actually had a lot of guilt around this desire. And I started to feel like a little bit, there was a point where I started to feel a little bit disconnected to this desire. 
And what I started to realize when I started to do the work was that actually we are, we are tribal in nature, right? Like we want to be accepted and loved by our tribe. And if we ever go against the grain or do something different, it, back when we were kind of living in tribal communities, it would often mean, you know, if we went a different path, we would be expelled from that tribe. Okay. And so we're kind of hardwired to want to be to want to conform to our tribe, to want to be accepted, and to want to just be the same as our tribes, as our communities. And so for me, this kind of showed up in that when I started to think, oh, well, I want more for myself. I want, you know, a bigger home. I want a better life. I want a better life for my children. You know, it felt like I was going against my tribe, my family. And I started to feel really guilty about this. It was almost like I I realized that I had this belief like it's wrong to want more because I should just be happy with what I've got. Like I had this amazing childhood and, you know, we didn't have a really big house. So it's wrong to want more. So it was really interesting, like some of the beliefs that started to come up when I started to really dig into this and start to think about, you know, what beliefs are out of line with this dream life I want to create you know, it was actually really quite surprising some of the things that I uncovered during this process. Another really interesting thing that came up was this belief that, you know, I'm going to believe that I will have everything, but then, you know, I can, in doing that and in achieving this, you know, amazing life and getting, you know, the dream home, I could then lose it again. Is this kind of belief or fear rather that, well, what if I have it all, but then lose it? And kind of thinking, well, maybe it's just easier to not have it at all, to not even experience that. Because, you know, I can't miss what I've never had. And so again, like, this was another really surprising thing that came up for me. I was really caught up in worry and fear of, well, what if I get to the top only to then come crashing down? What if I make it? What if I manage to manifest all of these amazing things, but then I can't sustain it? And this was actually really tied in with my belief about my ability to be consistent. This is something I'd always struggled with in my 20s, the ability to be consistent. I was very much an all or nothing person. And part of me still is, if I'm being completely honest, in that I was either all in or not at all. And I would often start things full of enthusiasm, full of excitement, and I would go all in on them. But then I wasn't consistent. So a good example of this was, you know, doing exercise or going to the gym. You know, I would very much throw myself into that and I would start. And then, you know, a few months later, I would stop going. So, and this was very much a pretty much a consistent pattern for me in my 20s. Things started to change a lot when I started to really dive into the world of, you know, personal development, law of attraction, and sort of my ability to be consistent was one of the very first beliefs, actually, that I started to work on um, because I, I really wanted to commit to my mindset ritual and I knew that my belief that I was never consistent with anything was going to hold me back from that. So it was a very sort of early belief I started to work on. But again, this belief that I couldn't be consistent um, was very much then um, attached to this fear that I couldn't maintain my success, that I would perhaps one day manifest all of these amazing things, but because I couldn't be consistent, I wouldn't be able to maintain or sustain them. Okay, so I'd worry that, oh, well, I could have it all and then it would all just disappear. 
So yeah, it's really interesting when you start digging into your beliefs, like what actually comes up um, that you perhaps didn't expect. But it's really important to do this work. As challenging as it is, um, we need to have a clear picture of what's really going on. So we can then think about, well, what do I need to believe here? What is a better alternative? And then start doing the work to actually transform any beliefs that are out of line with your dreams, transform those beliefs into more empowering beliefs. Now, I'm going to wrap this episode up here because the next episode I want to talk into, and this is where it gets exciting again, I want to talk about me stepping into the energy of somebody who already owned that home and what that process looked like specifically for me. I also want to talk about surrendering to the universe. And I've actually got a really, really exciting story to share with you. This story will give you goosebumps. I've not really shared it before. Um, And it's about some very, very precise and specific signs that I got from the universe about the house that I'm currently in. Like, honestly, when I share this story with you, I've shared it with a few people and they're like, oh my God, that is just, that's just giving me goosebumps. So I'm going to share that with you on the next episode. So we're going to talk about energy and um, taking inspired action as well, of course, but um, also surrendering to the universe and those signs that I received, which was just magical. So that's all for the next episode. Um, But yeah, let me know if you've got any questions about this episode. Um, I'm going to come back to your questions as well well um, the week after next. So definitely keep them coming. I'm also going to do, because I've had a lot of people ask me to do this, um, a video on a little bit of a tour for you so you can see um, the home that I've actually bought. Um, And I'll probably put that onto my YouTube channel so you can see that there and I'll let you know when that is done. But yeah, thanks for tuning in, ladies. Any questions, let me know and I will catch you on the next episode. Bye, ladies. Wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact, our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu.